When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money another saturday filled with money well talk about money i'm sorry we're not filling it with money um hi welcome to talking real money i'm don mcdonald and sitting standing hanging out over there yes tom cock anxious ready to go because it's a huge day today huge day juiced up on five hour that's right i got to be ready so what what is what is so special about today? Uh, I'm going to see Carlos Santana play tonight, who's my favorite all-time musician. So that's big for me. Well, that is big for yeah. you. So yeah, that's um, like the highlight of the year. Well, I mean, most it's, of the time you hang out at home mowing the grass. That's about it. Yeah. So and then, uh, and then in between mowing, <laughs> watching it grow, and and dealing with the new dog, trying to get him. Oh not yeah, to yeah, shoe. yeah. I had, the, I had the, the the seat next to me and the cat stacked up with shoes and everything last night because he'd come in with a shoe and be like, "Give me that shoe." Put, put it up there. Give me the shoe. Put it out there. I, I had this big stack next to me. He's looking around. What? Are you, why are you taking all this stuff from me, man? No, that is well, not for you. The one that worried me was when you told me you took a paring knife yeah, off the counter. We're not going to talk about that. Today. I mean, a little doggy, <laughs> yeah. uh, little, little doggy death wish. Uh, he's yeah. He kinda, no, this so is a getting, Labrador yeah. puppy you yeah. adopted. Yeah, he's and he's he's, and, he's great. And but, yeah, Labrador. La- how old is he? He's one year old. Oh well, he's yeah, he's at the end of puppydom, but mm-hmm. they're still. I've uh, my wife and I have owned lots of Labradors, yeah. and they are um, they love to chew things. They do. They love yeah. to put things in their mouth. So we have a lot of chewy things for them. But and no, no, we, no, no, those aren't the ones matter. they want. Doesn't matter. No. Yeah. And I think the I think the shoe thing is more because he he put he has the shoe and he comes up with the shoe and looks at you like hi. You want to come after me now for the shoe? Like, right, because nah, it's I'm such not, a fun game. Anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm old. I'm tired. I'm sitting here watching the really grass grow. Long, wait, you want to? You want to? You want to? You want to really throw him a curve? Yeah. Put a long leash on him. <laughs> and then, okay, and then let him get the shoe, and then, and then start to chase him, and just boom, you're stuck. <laughs> you're here, dude. My daughter Give figured out shoe. how to block off part of the kitchen, so she runs him into the blocked off part, so she doesn't have to go round and round. Anyway, yeah, see, for, I'm not chasing anymore. Game. I'm not chasing anymore. So, yeah, not I'm chasing returns. I'm not chasing, not chasing dogs. Returns. I'm not doing any of that anymore. I'm too old. And that is good advice for all of yeah. you listening. No chasing. Stop chasing. Well, because it's been a great year, and many of you may be thinking about chasing. Holy cow! I didn't Incredible. realize how good a oh. year it had been. Uh, we've had rec- if the if the year ended today, kind of hope it, it would does. be a great year. Yeah, it would it would go down in history as a really great year for stocks. Yeah, because the S and P five hundreds made about eighteen. That's a lot of money. The uh, if you if you owned a more diversified portfolio, what what do they say about diversification? Love means you never have to say you're sorry. Diversification means you always have to say you're sorry because some things well, yeah. are going up not as fast as other things. That right? is no, actually, diversification means you have to say you're sorry 
when the U.S. market is doing well and the international markets yeah. aren't doing well, but it also means you get to gloat when the U.S. market does poorly. So which, which it happens. works out. So anyway, but 100% port, 100% in stocks globally oriented, 13.3%. So you made more being in just the S&P 500. And, uh, excuse me. Oh, there. That's yeah, nothing snoozing. to sneeze at. I thought so. No, I uh, thought most of you have probably minute. some bonds in there. 60% stocks, 40% bonds, up just less than 9%. And most of you do not own a thing called REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts. You should. They've made 17. By the way, we brought along the uh, market historian today because it's his last day of uh, working with us. We're working with Vestry. He's retiring and starting that off with a trip. I think he's like driving through the Southwest and then he's getting on a plane to go to Ireland. I have no idea. Maybe he's trying to escape extradition, but uh, so we'll be talking with Bill Higgins. Is he our advisor Higgins. emeritus now? Yeah, yeah, so we'll be talking with Bill Higgins a little bit. And, and if you don't call, what's what do they win, Don? Well, actually, if you don't call, then we are just, Bill is a data fiend. He, he is. just loves, loves, loves information. So Bill is going to rattle off the uh, market numbers back to 1926 for Starting you. Starting in 26, Starting small in, value. In January yeah. of 1926 right. and so, going through month by month. Yeah. It's, until we reach 2019. Which he can so. do. I've seen him do that. So yeah. Bill Higgins will be here talking with us. Bill's been a great advisor. So if you think great this friend. conversation is boring, just wait. <laughs> it could get a whole lot worse very quickly. So, uh, yeah, you back to where oh, you started. You want to give the number? Oh, I didn't. Do, we didn't do that. It makes it tougher. We did not okay. do it. It makes it hard to call yeah. if people don't know the number. Okay, go ahead. And since you wrote it down earlier today, I'm going to give you the honor wow. since you cannot memorize this number I know. to save your life. I know. Well, that's why I have bill here 855-935-TALK i have no idea how to get talk in the number 8255 okay i remember that 855-935-8255 so call us questions anything money related 401ks iras want to buy a house want to sell a house want to do whatever it is all those money things you're thinking about we're here to help yeah and we're here also to help you determine whether or not the people you deal with Oh, uh, who deal with your money are actually new looking article out about for that you. too. Yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about a few things, but yeah. the most important thing we can do on this show is talk with you. Is help you find answers, help you get this straight, help you find the best path to the best future. Eight five five nine three five talk. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no obligation appointment with one of our advisors at talkingrealmoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. One of the few shows on the radio that tells it like it really is and like it really ought to be in this industry. You want the truth about money? You can handle the truth. I think you can handle it. I'm not going to yell at you and tell you you can't handle now, it. You, you might yell. You do a little yelling. You I get kind don't, of upset. I do don't i well i do but i don't get upset at the callers no, as much as true. i get upset at the people yeah but if you ever notice people call you and deal they, they call you and they say i know i'm doing this wrong but i'm gonna tell you anyway so they, they, they're scared they think you're gonna like bite their don't head be off scared or something. of me yeah. i don't i'm not mad at you i'm mad at the people who did what they did to yeah. you you shouldn't this is one of the problems with this whole concept of caveat emptor buyer mm -hmm. beware how do you know what to beware of 
If you, you don't, don't know, you don't know. Yeah, yeah that's you true. can't yeah. know how to shop for an advisor unless somebody taught you how. And I don't seem to remember that being a course in high school or college. And even firms you thought you could trust, like Vanguard, are looking at things like private equity. Oh, we're going to get to that in a My minute. Goodness. I am not a happy yeah. camper Vanguard. I am not happy with you, Vanguard. Again, why do people keep playing this game? It's just stupid. Because they're not making enough in stock, Oh, man. right. Not be make special. It, oh. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. We know some firms who thought they could take what makes perfect sense and make it even more special for you. And it mm-hmm. didn't. Okay, we'll talk about that, too. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Save us from from Bill, yep, Bill spouting he's numbers. standing there in the wings. He's ready to, to go. go. He's dying. Yeah, he's he chomping is. at the bit. He's but got Ben's... 1926 queued up and ready to go. But Ben saved us all. Oh, thanks, thanks ben. ben. Welcome to Talking Real Money. How can we help you? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Hey, I have a son who just started a new job, and uh, it's a he's a federal employee, so he has access to the thrift savings plan yes great plan it has has a small yeah it has a small match with it um but i've always been a fan of the roth and he currently has a roth ira um so my question to you is can he put some money into the thrift savings plan to get his match and then put the rest of it or, or more money into a roth ira and if so what's the limit on all of that well, now, first, before we get to the Roth IRA, the the TSP offers a traditional and a Roth option. No, there's no Roth option with the TSP. I'm looking right at it. This came up recently. Somebody was in the office telling on, me that there was TSP, no. TSP.gov. Hmm. It says here you can choose between two tra- tax treatment. This is directly from TSP.gov. Must be new. You can choose between two tax treatments for your TSP contributions, traditional pre-tax or Roth after-tax. Who knew the federal government would be so doggone progressive? And this is at TSP.gov. That's, that's actually news to me, Ben, yeah, because yeah. the last time I talked to somebody about that, they were had the same complaint that they couldn't do well, Roth. I just ran into it with a question my, on the podcast, so that's how I knew this. Go ahead. Yeah, that, the, the question I have, though, is I'm not sure with the TSP Roth that he would qualify for the match. Oh, maybe that's the oh. okay. Maybe you have to put a certain amount in the. I'm queuing Bill here because he's still thumbing through 1926. He's working his way to August. Um, the maybe that's the key. You have to put a, at least up to the match in the pre-tax. Then you could do the Roth. Now, your son, I imagine, is under the age of 50. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, I, I don't. You never know. Yeah, he just got a job. He, I, I just crazy. got him out of the house. He's at Fifty-three, 53. years old. I, <laughs> I'm not making. I have no idea. So, under the age of fifty, the maximum for an IRA, a Roth IRA, Bill, is how much? In 2019, I think it's six thousand without the match. Yeah. Yeah, six thousand. Six thousand. So he could do six thousand in the Roth IRA. No matter what, that's he could do that. No matter what he's doing at the at the federal government. Um, okay. Now, in terms of what he could do at in the TSP under the age of fifty, I think it's nineteen thousand. So he could do nineteen okay. in yeah. pre or post tax in the TSP and still do the Roth IRA. So there's a lot of money to be saved there. Yeah. 
And then, but isn't there a maximum for every, all your retirement money? Well, no. in that case, the, well, the maximum would well, be the, max the is those 19 yeah. plus for the you know retirement account at the federal government, and then the $6,000 in the Roth outside of that, so $25,000. Now, do me a favor, yeah. though. Those, before then, we, then before the company, we caught... The, right. the match, correct. The matching money counts toward that nope. too, though, right? No, it does not. It does, no, no, nope, does not count. Oh, okay. Nope. Okay. But here, let, do me a favor. Have him check with his personnel department at this particular branch because I just pulled up a PDF from the uh, from the TSP, and from what I'm reading here, it doesn't matter what the type of account is, whether it's pre or post, it qualifies for hmm. the matching contribution. That's a little mysterious, as I say, because this came up in a recent visit. But you this said you looked a, into this. This is a brand new wow. document from the from from TSP.gov, and it says that both are are eligible. So to have him check with his personnel people. This may be something that they're just not aware of yet. But it so, looks like both are are eligible. I'm not. I mean, I can't be a hundred percent without reading every letter of this document, which is about fifty pages long. But not to be too in. I mean, not, not to pry too much. But what's his salary roughly going to be? Oh, I think he's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of sixty-five to seventy. So, I mean, I would be tempted to have him just do Roth only if you can still yeah. get the match with that because you're going to get all those years between ages 53 and 7. No kidding. All those years between his early 20s and retirement in hopefully in his 60s tax-free, which is such a tremendous advantage and a real reason that people, young people especially, should be really just firing all that money into a Roth rather than a pre-tax because, remember, in the pre-tax – you're going to get the growth tax-free, but then when you start taking it out, you pay regular income tax on it. So, right. That's why I'm such a, a fan of it. Yeah. The other one that a lot of people don't think about, and I, I don't even hear this talked about much, is the requirement to withdraw from a traditional IRA where you're not required to withdraw Correct. from a Roth. Yep. At age 70 and a half, you have to start taking out the money. It's 3.6% the first year. It goes up. It actually goes down a little bit. Then Anyway, so yes, it, there's a lot of reasons for a young person to put that away, again, depending on their current tax situation to some extent, but with all those years of tax-free growth, it's a pretty good deal. And here you go, Ben. I did this while Tom was talking. <laughs> if if you go to TalkingRealMoney.com, and on the very front page, there's an older woman with headphones in, and it says Explore Show Topics, uh, I have uploaded a link to that TSP document so that you can go in there and read that. Wow, you and you're your son good. Can go read and, it. and you can go to 401411.com and see our recommendations for the TSP. There you go. Look at how all helpful right. we Be are today. all set up and ready to go. Congratulations on getting him out of the house before age 60. I think that is terrific. Really, no, kidding it, Ben. Thank you yeah. for calling us. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that mine got out in her 20s. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and now I'm feeling better. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. Give us a call. We want to help you manage money better. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. <laughs> How many advisors does it take to figure out the TSP plan? Well, I guess it's three in three. this case. I guess <laughs> three. We got that one done. So we did. Okay, here was the problem. The the money that the match that they make the match that goes in to the pre-tax. There you, that's, now that makes that's sense. a requirement of any retirement right. plan. By the way, that, that amount would okay. go in pre-tax. Yep. You have to pay taxes on it at uh, at some point in the future, which makes perfect sense. But all the rest of these contributions, according to everything I read, and I put that document up at talkingrealmoney.com under the Explore Show Topics area. Uh, it, it just says TSP document. Um, it says that Roths are 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 fine yeah. there now. Yeah, that's right. Okay, but it was just that the the match has to go in pre-tax. Perfect. Right. All right, we've got Bill waiting, but let's go to uh, the phones. Go back to the phones because Carl. We can kindly, let Bill wait as yeah, long as we want. Yeah, he's going to wait until you know twenty twenty five or whatever it is. So <laughs> yeah. if he makes it that far, hey Carl, how are you? Hey guys, how are you? We're doing great. How can we help you? Uh, Don, thanks for your physics book. It's really good. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, so here, here's my question. You folks talk about the uh, one of the things is that that Vanguard World Stock Fund, VTWAX, VTWAX, right? Okay, what about a world of uh, fund? It's actually ETF that emphasized dividends. It's called um, ticker symbol DWX. David. Walter X-Ray. Why, that would be an ETF, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, yep. generally, here's the problem with focusing on dividends. When you do that, number one, you eliminate many companies because many companies don't pay a dividend. The other thing that people over, they think they're getting a free lunch when it comes to dividends. Bill, are they getting a free lunch? Not in the least. No, that comes out of whatever earnings there are. His we're not, we're not hearing him. Um, try that again. There yes, he is. It it comes directly out of whatever earnings or the company has, so it's no free lunch at all. In fact, most funds that pay are high dividend tend to tend to earn less over the long term. So that's part two. I, again, it's there's also a part three and a yeah, part four. Yeah. Well, one this fund, uh, the the S and P, uh, the Spider S and P International Dividend Fund is only international stocks. It is only 97 stocks. It is uh, how much? 60, 65, 66% very large cap, mm -hmm. no small cap stocks whatsoever. And its uh, fee structure is, come on, it shouldn't be high because it's an S&P fund. Uh, but, but pretty high. 0.45 for, yeah. a, for an ETF is pretty high. So the reason that we believe in the VT Wax, the Vanguard World Fund, remember in that fund you get 8,800 securities, exposure to a much wider market. You get it at a lower cost. Much. You're making a bet here on large companies that over time have been less productive than smaller firms going back to 1926. If you want, Bill can go year by year on this. <laughs> do you want to have him go do that, Don? Small versus no, large year by No, okay. no, we're good. We're uh, good. We, so, people are calling to save us all from that. <laughs> does that help, Carl? Okay, it does. Thanks so much. You guys do a great job. Thank you Thank very you, much. Sir, and so I mean, much. there's a simplicity aspect that I love about that fund, too. I mean, you really own a globally. This is something, by the way, we got to give Bill credit here because he's, he is actually retiring. We kind of teased him. But <laughs> we used to, with our friend Paul Merriman, Paul had a 10-fund portfolio. 
10 stock funds, et cetera. And what we found was people just didn't do it. Or stick with it. Yeah, it's very hard. And this well, fund... They, and they didn't rebalance it. That, right. that was just a pain in the neck. It's a lot of work. So this fund does that for you, and they do it at such a low cost. Well, we do give up a few things, yes. though, in this process. We give up some of the things that we do for our True. Our clients, True. Yeah. which is giving them exposure to what kinds of things, Bill? Small cap and value. Right. Wow, that's the shortest answer he's given in like six <laughs> years with the company. I don't know. What he the... probably heard the music coming up and knew that wow. we had to go to a okay. break. Thank you for so, that. So, yeah, the VTWAX2 has thousands of stocks where that dividend thing had less than 100. Yeah. And diversification will save you down the road in really volatile, violent markets. So you want that. 855-935-TALK is the number. You also want to call us. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. 855-935-TALK is the number to call us to talk about the money issues that impact your life and really, really have a long-term impact on how you're going to live in the future. Give us a call right now, 855-935-TALK. And before we move on to another topic, Tom, during the break, I was doing a little research on VT Wax. Yes. VTWAX, the Vanguard Total World Stock Index mm -hmm. Fund. And uh, Carl called and asked about a dividend ETF. And that dividend, that international dividend ETF that he asked about, had a dividend of about three and a half percent, which is quite a bit higher. If you look at, uh, I think all stocks, it's closer to about two. Two. That's exactly what yeah. I ran the numbers on yeah. Vanguard, and it's two. But yeah. the reality is, though, that that really isn't that big a spread when you realize the things you're giving up to get that extra dividend, the potential growth you're giving up. And and sometimes in dividend portfolios, the risks, the volatility is higher. So Oftentimes, I mean, high dividend paying stocks pay high dividends for reasons, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes to attract people to buy their stock. Sometimes because yeah. they're in trouble. Yeah. So there's a, it, it, to me, it's just it, it. People again think they're getting a free lunch, and they are not. Bill pointed out that. That is just reconfigured into the share price very quickly. And and so. the way you can tell that it's refigured and that it's calculated into the share price is watch what happens the day after a stock goes ex-dividend. It right. goes down by the amount of the dividend. It's definitely not a free lunch. Your stock goes down by that amount. Yeah. So our take is own a globally diversified portfolio. Keep your costs low. Don't look for tricks. And by the way, one of the tricks if you're thinking about retirement, is taking the biggest part of most people's retirement, which is Social Security, at the right time. The numbers are astounding. New study this week, $3.4 trillion in losses because people take Social Security at the wrong time. Most of the time, too early. That's $110,000 per household. That's a lot. Now, I know Bill Higgins, our advisor who's retiring, He's going to wait till age 70. The good news is we're having him terminated at 69 and a half to save us all a lot of money. So that's going to eliminate that. But this is, it's, this well, is a tragedy. You, you, joke, you joke about that, though. Are but we really doing is, it? 
there is a counter argument okay. that I have heard raised a lot recently. Go ahead. And I'm hit ta- me. Recently, I'm talking in the last month or two. Yeah. There is a great deal of talk on Capitol Hill among various experts in the field, academics and the like, about the prospects of Social Security being forced to reduce benefits even for current retirees, particularly those in higher tax brackets. And what would, as an advisor, Bill, what would you tell people about that? Uh, the same thing you on we the tell, spot. Yeah, the same thing we tell everybody is that now you're speculating on the future, and we generally do our planning based on what we know. And what we don't know is what Congress will do in the future. We don't know how the funding gap will be made up. You're right, Don. I've read the same things. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know how it's going to be addressed and what the political pressure will be of cutting people's benefits. He's just now, too rational other... to be a financial advisor. You know, know. that's What scary. about the other argument, Bill? And, and I, it's great. I can ask you these questions instead of somebody asking me. <laughs> <laughs> or, or asking me and get the wrong number. I mean, yeah. What about the, yeah. other, the other argument, uh, the longevity argument? Yeah. If you have a family, you know, you're from a family that, that doesn't live much past 80, aren't you better off taking it early? Certainly, that's a consideration. Also, you have to know what your own health status is. I mean, if you have an issue or chronic disease that your doctor diagnoses, yes, then it could easily make sense to take it earlier. There's, It's not just one uh, size fits all. You have to look at each particular circumstance. But the study that Tom talked about showed that, what, 58% of the population would do best by waiting until 70, yet... It's according. like 1% wait. Yeah, 4% according to the Social Security Administration. So that's why they said there's a lot of money left on the table because so many people could benefit from it, but very few people do. By the way, in my household, the longer I wait, the better off my wife and her boyfriend will be after I'm gone. <laughs> now, that's the other argument. Sense. I mean, is they, that get the you, yeah, they get so the big benefit. So I get benefit. that. I'm trying to be a good person here, a bigger person. So I get that. But in all seriousness, this should be – I think people think financial advisors are picking stocks, timing markets, mm-hmm. making people more money. We don't know how to make you more money. We know how to position your assets the best we know looking back over 90 years. But a good financial advisor, this should be at the core of any planning Mm -hmm. because it's such a big part of most people's retirement, right? We look at it with our tools, absolutely. And you just gotta have you gotta have the right social security strategy as a part of retirement income. The other part, the other mistake I see people making, Don, is they take it while they're still working. Oh, so they give all of half that back to the government yeah, they in taxes. Give it back no. they're making it. They're making oh, money on it. Horrible. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our phone number. Give us a call. We want to help you manage your money better than you have in the past. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Again, our number, 855-935-8255. Give us a call during the show or 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And you, we, you keep us from having to put Bill on the show. Bill Higgins, who's retiring. <laughs> he snuck in anyway. He, yeah, he has no key anymore. He has no phone. That's he has no true. computer. Uh, but he's watching. He's watching us. Anyway, so Bill Higgins will be here during the show, citing all those exciting returns numbers, unless you call. I do want to close out the Social Security. So the part that we failed to mention is 
that every year you wait to take the benefit, you get an 8% a year increase plus inflation. Now, there's no investment I know that offers that sort of consistent returns. And if they do, check the label carefully because there's something, there's some weird cooking going on there. But again, I want to go back to that longevity issue. During the break, I ran, I took my own personal social security. I'm 63 years old, although I sound much younger, I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, you look a lot younger, too. I, and I, oh, my gosh. Goes I, got carded. I got carded for oh, alcohol yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure you did. So I'm sure you got red carded for alcohol, but go ahead. Well, okay, yeah. that happens. No, I, it was only when I was younger that I got that. <laughs> uh, I've mellowed in my old age. I just calculated the difference between 63 and 70. Uh, if I took the money, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't do because I have a job and make money, but that, but if I didn't, if I took it today and could somehow get by for the next seven years, yeah. and I invested it at 4% and then kept it invested at 4% and withdrew it uh, on a regular basis, my, that money would, I, I would have the same benefit as waiting until 70 if I, as long as I die before 83. So. The, my break even would be eighty three. So wait a minute, you're 4%. not spending it; you're investing. Investing it, it. okay? Because we do get people sometimes who ask, well, "What if I took the money out and invested?" And invested it. It. Yeah, yep. I still wouldn't do that, but that you're. you're I'm just saying, there's an 83 three year old yeah. break, and this is why it's kind of important to run numbers. Yeah, and and you made that point before the break. Mm-hmm. People just. You can't see to the pants your retirement. No. It's really a bad idea. And any advisor, this should be at the center of that. That's what I was trying to yeah. say. As well. Oh, most of the time it's, hey, hey, Bill's we got a great got mutual fund for you. Yeah, right, yeah. generally. Go ahead, Bill. I just have one question, Don. Did you take the taxes out first? Oh, oh no, no, no. I assumed the ta- that I, I was taking it out without without tax, that I had some that there was some other source of income just supporting me. I was just doing it roughly. Good point. It's okay. probably after taxes and all, it's probably more like 80. Yeah, I mean, again, mm-hmm. generally the lines but, cross mm-hmm. at about 79, 80 years old. Yes. Yeah, about 80 if years old. If you have no longevity, then, then probably at least wait till full retirement age. Yeah, because the Which difference would be... between, for me... I, I, it was a huge difference between now and full retirement yeah. age. Mm-hmm. Right. Which And what is your, I mean, mine is 66 and nine 60, months, I think. I'm 66 and seven. Okay. Yeah, it's slowly going up. There is one more thing that we talk with with people if they're couples. A lot of times the older person of the couple is male and has been the breadwinner. The longer he, it's usually a he, defers, Yep. that provides a lifetime survivor's benefit after he goes for his wife who would have had to settle for a smaller benefit. Yeah. So oftentimes the decision to defer is for the higher benefit person, the person that's going to get the bigger benefit, because it's not just him that call, falls in the equation, it's his surviving spouse. I thought I mentioned that my surviving spouse and her boyfriend need a lot of money. They're big spenders. <laughs> well, see, so, we only heard the boyfriend. Oh, okay. Well, that's all <laughs> yeah. I think about, I guess, because yeah, yeah. I'll be laying there thinking, my benefit's gone anyway. So, all right, let's go five, back to nine, the three, five talks the number. Sue, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Sue. Hi. What's up, Sue? Go ahead. Okay, I, I'm a retired teacher out two years, and I have a 403B with Vanguard, and I've been advised to switch it to an IRA, and um, I can switch the the entire amount with the same funds in a Vanguard. Um, IRA. And I want to know if there's any downside to that. Advised by whom? Um, Somebody who's a tax accountant. 
There should be no difference in tax treatment between the two. No, and there'd be no difference in the withdrawal strategy. You wouldn't have to take more of them one or the other. I mean, my only take would be maybe there's some costs in the 403B that you would not endure in an IRA. That might be a saving of some kind. Well, I think a third party and I don't know, administrator, school district jumped in. Yeah. And I don't know if they get a cut of it. They get something. Oh, sure. Sure they do. Then that that may be, but it's not going to be a a, a gigantic savings, and it's not going to change the tax treatment in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. You move that from a 403B to a traditional IRA, just do a direct transfer. It's so much easier than a rollover and taking possession of the money and possibly goofing up and then, you know, Now, it might be easier for your heirs if you have money left in an IRA to get the money than, than a 403B. Well, and that's what I'm kind of thinking long term. I I understand I can probably eliminate the third party, and I can also have direct um, checks paid to um, charitable. Oh, um, charitable QCD. Yeah. Qualified charitable uh, so, distributions. Yes, I don't know that you can even do that from a 403B. Probably not. Probably not. You could not. do that from an okay. IRA, where you can just directly send the money from the IRA to a charity, and then you don't have to pay tax on it. So that would be an advantage that the tax person would come up with. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what yeah. the angle is of this tax account. Absolutely do it. Yeah, just great. do a direct transfer. Yeah, just mm-hmm. do direct transfer, move that over. Um, yes, I, I see no reason not to do that. Okay. I thank you very much. Thank you, Sue. And since we're talking about Vanguard, I mean, I got to wonder when I read this stuff, if they, if John Bogle's been gone now, how long? I mean, like six months well, they, or something. They couldn't wait for him to, yeah, they couldn't I mean, wait for him to get in the yeah, ground. You know, and here they are, big headline, Vanguard feels the lure of private equity. Okay, Bill, what is private equity? A lot of times you got me. I don't know what the heck is in. Usually it's uh, private companies that are not It's companies that haven't gone public yet. Yeah, usually. But it's not transparent generally. Wouldn't you agree, Don, that the trans... Oh, you don't uh, know what you uh, own. It's it's more opaque than opaque. And you don't know, (laughs) really, it's not just you don't know what you own. You don't know when you're going to get your money back. Or you don't I know mean, if you'll ever if you will ever get well, your the, money yeah, back. Well, the return on mm-hmm. my capital, not the return on my uh, capital. Yeah, I mean, it really, most private equity is you know how you can through a piece of opaque glass you can at least see shadows. It's like to- completely blacked out glass. Well, they really don't have to disclose. The a only lot. reason you would do this is you think you're going to make more than the public markets provide. It would have yep. to be right because you're taking more risk. Yeah, apparently somebody at Vanguard uh, has either a screw loose, <laughs> or or really has just just determined they've 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 fallen under the spell of some private equity group somewhere, and 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 you know the one who's to blame is Tim Buckley. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, he's saying I'm going I, along. I mean, we're going to at least look. We're not going to close off any options. Do we know of any study that shows that managers of private equity have made more? than publicly traded markets none i can't I, can you no. cite one i can't find one no not not no because but let's see the thing you hear about are are the outliers oh i bought amazon mm-hmm. i got into right. amazon when it was blank or i got into right. some other tech firm when they were starting out and i'm now a multi i got sure. into slack when it right. was private and oh. slack had a big ipo and made people a lot of money they don't Great. tell you about the nine other mm. ones that didn't work out yeah pets.com <laughs> um. <laughs> I thank you for reminding us of that. But the again, this 
I don't know why Van, Vanguard, we just looked, is approaching how much? $5.6 trillion, Almost $6 trillion. Yeah. Isn't that good but enough? They, just they to say do they're one? in talks with uh, yeah. three private equity groups, yeah. one in uh, Boston, one in London, and one somewhere else. And I just don't know what is wrong I'm with doing I'm glad John Bogle didn't live to see worked. this. Yeah. I, me too. He oh. would be furious. Oh. Oh. 855-935-TALK. Give me a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody's favorite learning and feeding event is back on in July. Tom's conducting another of his previously all sold out lunch at events the science of retirement income on july 24th in bellevue you get a great lunch and a great education over lunch and you'll walk away going oh investing now makes a whole lot more sense to me so these do sell out because it's a small event so get your tickets right now at talkingrealmoney.com that's talkingrealmoney.com purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. <laughs> 